0: All right, we're back for our second episode of the uh, Live Tall podcast. We've got, Live Tall 88. Well, no, Live Tall 88 is the name of the YouTube channel because I couldn't get Live Tall. Oh, the name oh. of the podcast is still Live Tall. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm. Gotcha. We are having technical difficulties again. We're working through it. Um, <laughs> we'll figure it out. So I promise it will sound better, you know, hopefully going forward from here. But uh, we didn't want to stop doing these. So, um, Taylor. But, Taylor almost did. I had to convince him for this one. True. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Um, sorry, we do have beer this time as well. Um, so today, me and Luke are here talking mainly about education is what we were thinking. Mainly me, I wanted to talk about it because it's, it's very big in our family and we're very passionate about it. And honestly, I think there's a ton wrong with our current system. So, um, you know... Luke's studying it. My wife does it. My daughter is in it. Um, so my whole I, family went through it for yeah, years. Exactly. across different timelines, which is pretty cool. What do you mean?
1: Like, Mom was well, – she was born 61. I mean, she was in high school in the mid-70s. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Same with Dad, and you were in high school in the early 2000s. That's
0: true. So like it's, I mean, it's not like our family is unique to that, though. No, yeah, yeah. but like – yeah,
1: but across as different time spans to see the differences, and you could probably compare them and uh, see where they would potentially lead. True
0: across the differences. True. Okay, um, but so that's why I want to talk about it because honestly, I, I I have a lot of ideas on how I think it can be better. Um, I think I don't think me and Luke agree on everything, especially because I don't have you know the. Education or the training to be a teacher. I just have an outsider's perspective and you know a parent's perspective. So, um, I think one of the big things that that honestly I think I think should be we should be getting rid of is um, is tenure. I don't understand it. I don't think it. I don't think it incentivizes teachers to keep being good at their job. And I don't understand how it got started. Well, actually, I do. Know how it got started. Unions wanted to give their teachers a good. Um, security blanket, and I totally get that. If you you know if you if you earned it, you should get a security blanket. I don't think it should be that.
1: I wonder when that started.
0: I have no idea, but I, I I've been wanting to ask you this. Like you you as a teacher, that's a big incentive at, to get into teaching. right. You get tenure, you get job security. Oh yeah. Do you think that it's a good thing for the profession? It's
1: it, it depends on how you look at it. It really is. If you're on the inside and you know that's an established thing inside that culture, tenure, then it's a good thing for that person individually. It absolutely is. You're guaranteed a job. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Hear me out. As as an individual, if you're not thinking about it from someone that's outside of the education field, if you're just thinking about it, I I get job security, I get best benefits. It's very hard for me to get fired. But
0: it incentivizes you to be lazy. Yes. But I didn't didn't get –
1: it's good for me because of job security and that's good money okay. to that person. Okay. It's definitely a positive. You can't disagree with that. Yeah, you're right. Okay. And that's definitely an incentive that most jobs don't have. True. I
0: don't think any job does.
1: Yeah. Uh, you and I agree that teachers are not treated well in this country. Mm-hmm. A lot of people
0: actually think that way. I agree. Especially
1: people in the education field and even outside of it. Yeah. But that aspect, if I, if I was just not... Me, I guess. If I was
0: just like a really, really selfish guy, I'm like, I'm just going to get tenure and chill. You talk to most teachers. Do most teachers think it is a good thing? Yes. Why? For what you just said. So just pure selfish reasons. Absolutely. That's that's It's sad and insane to
1: me. I agree. But (coughs) you and I talked about it (coughs) a while ago where if it was changed from the top down, I think I might have said that, where if – if teachers weren't treated the way they are here now, mm-hmm. it would be different. That program, I guess you call it program, literally makes you want to go after it. Because if you didn't have tenure, no one would even go into teaching
0: them. But so that's, we're, that's what I want to talk about is, what could you replace tenure with? And the answer is more money.
1: Yes, that's the only way to get rid of it. If that would I think there should be incentivized bonuses for sure. In all professions, I agree with you. I agree. It makes with you. you work harder. It goes back to what we were talking about last podcast about intrinsic motivation. Mm-hmm. This, there isn't. Why don't teachers push for it? Because that means they're getting rid of their own job security. But and most more money. teachers, how are you, gonna, if they push for no tenure, how are they going to? Who's going to say, okay, we're going to give you more money?
0: Well, you have to up taxes, obviously or or you pay teachers that do well more and other teachers less how are you going to get that approved from what from what the government which government
1: federal state local it would be federal it would have to be okay that's a huge bill i would mm-hmm. imagine massive most people particularly people in i'd say up to 5th grade it, no some people even think even high, not high school but middle school they mm-hmm. think we're just glorified babysitters you're right this Thanks. is why so how are you? But then, if that doesn't work out, and they just get rid of tenure, and they don't raise pay. No one's going to want to teach.
0: Well, of course not. I'm not saying that you get rid of tenure and you don't raise pay. You I know, but, but you have
1: to have that like set in stone that that's going to happen. Of and course. have a clear and progressive transition plan for it to work.
0: We're assuming that that happens. What I'm saying is, what makes me what makes me mad as a parent and as someone as an outsider to the education system is one, I don't view you guys as babysitters. I know how hard you work, right? But two. The hardest workers among you, the best teachers, get paid the same amount as the shitty ones. Yeah. That's – and I don't understand why teachers like hopefully yourself when you become a teacher, why you would not push to change. I've never heard one teacher push to be like, this is stupid.
1: Well, just think about it in another perspective. Uh, Is it harder to go against the crowd or with the crowd?
0: Well, obviously, it's easier or harder to go against the crowd. Okay.
1: You're going against all your peers – Say it's not just education. Say it's business. All your peers, mm-hmm. all your colleagues, mm-hmm. the union. Say it's not just education. Union. It's a business union or whatever. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. It's going to be much harder. And if it doesn't work out, you're then ostracized from that group. Yeah, that's true. Which could just ruin you. You that's could true. end up quitting the job. That's true. And it wouldn't be worth it. Which goes back to my first point of it's important for that selfish individual.
0: So, Okay. Let's just let's just take a, take away that part. Let's say that that's really hard to do. I understand that, but I just want to ask you, from your perspective, what is the better setup? Is it just more pay, progressive that's, pay? It's it?
1: absolutely what you said. It's better pay, incentivize good teaching. Yeah, but that's that's a big that's a big. Like, so that's what I ask you too. What is, what is good teaching? That's hard to tell. Depends on the grade is it growth.
0: Growth versus testing scores, you know? Testing scores, I don't want to get me started. But I've heard growth is a good thing that teachers like to grade, right? right. Based like off see. tests? Or, I, I mean, growth, I think, can be measured in multiple ways, right? But I know they've talked about, like, growth versus just, like, a number, right? Like, is a, is a kid actually getting better year to year? Or are you just looking at a test score and that's it? The easiest way is to look at a test score. That's why they oh, do that. Because yeah. they
1: have to gr- gr- grade, quote-unquote, a lot of people... Fast and on the same scale, so it's fair. If you're going one by one, kid by kid, I don't even know how many students there are in the country. Take away college, there's millions by millions. Yeah, it would no, it would be impossible to grade a kid. One like you wouldn't even know how to grade them because they would all be different. Yeah, you and I are different, even though we're brothers. So what do you do? That is something we don't know. You have no ideas. For
0: it depends on the like. I like that would be if you had a magic wand and you said you can make the education system as (laughs) you can make the education system the way you want it. What would you do?
1: I would run it literally like Sweden and Australia. How how do they do that? Okay, so I've heard multiple ways. Uh, The first one is less school. Okay, so you would do that. Yeah. What would you? would you make it? I would do four days a week.
0: Okay. Same hours?
1: It depends. I also would probably do year-round school, though, for okay. people do that.
0: With breaks throughout the year.
1: So it would be like three weeks on, a week and a half off. Yeah, yeah. Constantly. Yeah. And your new grade would con- con- can go conjure or whatever, would be with the new year, like calendar year. So you would graduate ninth grade December 31st, your tenth grade January 1st. Yeah. The hardest part is finding what students want to do. And that is the point of different subjects. Yeah. That's literally the point. Yeah, I get that. Because we all know, we go into class and we're like, we're never going to use this. And 99.9% of the time, that's true. It's only there for you to diversify yourself and to figure out what can potentially inspire you. Now, it's hard to really grade growth. I don't know what you were calling it. It, it, There's so many words for it. I just know
0: there's there's a philosophy. It's like, I forget what it is. It's like growth versus something. And... You know, there are – basically people look at it as like one or the other is the best way to to measure students' ability. And I just – I have to look it up to see what it is. But that's what it is. I don't know. But in the earlier grades,
1: because that's what I've been trained in, Mm -hmm. I would say there – I told you that before. There shouldn't be any
0: letter grades. Yeah, I agree with that. There shouldn't be. Yeah.
1: Like that just deters the students so much. Like you see how Lexi gets beat up over a little – Granted, that does grade them on a scale compared to other students, but Lexi isn't other students, and those other students aren't like Lexi. Keep going. And that is what really deters me because we don't work to know the material. We work for the grade, and that's the bad part because you and I went through however many years of school, and we literally forget pretty much everything we learned. You're right. Yeah. We do it to get the A, An A looks good to our parents, to ourselves, to the school, but we don't really actually learn the material. What we do learn is what we want to do. Like right now, you really like to make chocolate. Yeah, I do. I really like to make bread. I am inspired to look at that myself and do the research myself because I am actually motivated to do it. The only reason I'm motivated to do homework or projects is so I can get an A
0: and move on to the next grade because that's what we're taught from when we're born. Yeah. That is something. It's growth versus proficiency. Never heard of it, to be honest. I'll read it here as you keep going. But that is what you would have to change.
1: So how that, how that happens is I think from the early ages you can't really diversify people. Like, hey, these people are going to do this. These are going to do that uh, because they're too young. They don't know. We don't know. We like people, even say our brains aren't even fully developed. You and I, right now,
0: I've heard it's 25. Okay, I've heard it fully I
1: developed. Mean, I've, heard, I've heard 32.
0: I don't know, but okay. regardless,
1: so even like us, we're still developing and we get new experiences. Yeah, I for me personally, it was sixth, seventh grade when I started to like really like see different things different ways. Yeah, so I feel like for the earlier years, they should just literally be exploratory, and that's what more and more people are doing as they. Change school for the better or worse depends on how you look at it. There's people. Have you ever heard of a thing called unschooling?
0: <laughs>
1: I did a project on that where it's exactly what it sounds like. Where there is no school, the parents let the kids stay home every single day, all day. Okay, and they do whatever they want.
0: It's how not, they learn reading? How learn how to read?
1: They do it if they want to learn. It's an actual trend. I know it's not No, good. I've
0: heard of that. I've heard there's schools now like that too, aren't there? Where it's like it's very much like the kid does what they want to do. And it's like actually naturally. kind of intriguing the results that people are getting. Yeah. Because
1: you see what they want to do and about it and then they fine tune their skills for it. And yeah, they might not learn the math we do. They might
0: Alright, so I found um, I found what I was talking about So it's growth versus proficiency when it comes to looking at tests So basically it's either one position is growth is you look at how much students improve versus proficiency which is how many students meet a certain score deemed proficient So that's the difference, right? And so um, in my opinion, like growth is the way that we should measure kids across the board Right, And I think that's how teachers should be measured as well. It's how much of their kids growing, not like, oh, the entire fifth grade, 85% hit you know, above the proficient mark, so we're good. Who's right? going
1: to establish the baseline? or what? I are think the there base. already is an established baseline. For I what? Think. Each subject? For each grade?
0: No, it's, it's still standardized tests. It's just when you look at the test scores, you're looking at individual student growth versus entire population hitting a certain benchmark.
1: They do that. You they monitor your progress each year for I, standardized tests. I,
0: I agree with. You. I know that, but I think when it comes to funding right now, and as far as, as far as how our teachers graded on and how our schools graded on how they're doing as at teaching, they still do it based on proficiency.
1: Yeah, because it's based off a whole. What are they going to do? Take so you have thirty hey, we, kids well, yeah. average in class. classes, literally that's high twenties
0: that doesn't matter. I mean, each you still have a, you have an audit, you have a test for each of those kids. Yeah, the same test. Same test, but so that right there saying,
1: I don't agree with.
0: What? I, I I know that, but how how would you then determine funding for schools if you don't think you should do any tests? That is really really hard. It depends on how much you value education. What do you It doesn't matter value. What it you're definitely getting, does? What are you getting a billion dollars per school or the current funding which is terrible? How do you determine what schools get funding?
1: Maybe all, funding. Sc- all schools get the same if they're all on the same pedestal. I, d- I just kn- – the best countries in education, yep. they don't test. They don't. Sweden does one test. Okay. That's the end of your senior year of high school, and that's if you will even want to take it. So
0: then does every school get the same amount of funding in Sweden?
1: I don't know. that. It, I have, I no. just, okay. I just haven't looked into that. I just okay. know they're number one every year. Not yeah. so, no, Finland, not Finland. Sweden. Okay. Finland. Finland, New Zealand, and Australia are cons and Singapore are consistently in the top four. They're okay. always and they top not top. been a test. No, so why do we?
0: I don't just know. It's, it's, it's better. We've been always done. It's yet.
1: been around, and okay. it's hard to change. So whole how,
0: how in those in those countries? How do they measure growth? And in, in, how do they measure their kids are getting better? There's do different they care? Type. I I don't know that.
1: I okay. should probably research that. You're right. Okay. But I just know there's different types of schools too. Like what? There, there's homeschooling, regular school, the unschooling. There's Reggio Emilia schools. There's okay. charter schools. Okay, All those
0: are different. And so parents can choose like, what they want their kids yeah. to go to. There's private schools, which is religious-based schools. Yeah. And there's probably more than that. Which a lot of times I know teachers' unions don't like that in America because it takes money away from public schools. There's a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The Reggio Emilia ones always intrigue me. They're, very, they're from Italy, but they're adapted all around the world. What is that? It's uh, long-term project-based learning. I know that particular because that's what – I just remember that. And that's what it is. You literally – like the kids work on a project of their choosing year-round. And then they present it. And they have other – they have more than one. Yeah. But that's all it is. And whatever goes into that project's up to them. And however, like, they present it to whoever the audience is, whether it's the teacher or not. They, it's funny because the teacher in that classroom isn't really a teacher. It's kind of just like a person that's – a glorified babysitter,
0: yeah. That just, watches just, yeah, that maybe, watches the yeah, kids. So they don't go crazy, but they just do their projects. There's also outdoor schools. That's cool. Yeah. I, mean, I guess you have to be in the right climate, though. They're in
1: Finland. I don't know what Finland's climate is. It's cold, freezing. Yeah. They're given knives. Every, oh yeah, it's a real thing. Kindergartners are given knives, and yeah, it's a real thing. It's crazy. And that, but just there's so many different ways to go about it, and it's so hard. I just hate the term one-size-fits-all because that's what they do here. Yeah, I know. And it sucks. I know. And breaking that as a, just one teacher, it's not possible. I know. Tenure is not going to be broken by one teacher. No. Be, it would Not by even, one
0: teacher, of course. It, no. bro- it wouldn't even be broken by thousands. I just wish – I guess just as a parent, I wish the teachers that were in it every day that I know I hear all complain about the system. Why do you guys not band together and like, like strike? For that stuff, like here's a question for you. I've thought about this. Teacher strikes happen all the time, right? But they're usually
1: particularly in states that get
0: sure. sure, But they're only for they're at a state level, right, or a district level, right? Why does every teacher in the country not just strike? Because literally, if you guys did, the country would shut down. Yeah, it would be, and you would get anything you wanted. You get anything you wanted. Why do you not do that? What
1: do you mean? No one. One. Orchestrating that would be insane. Not everyone would strike, and they would hire substitutes who they know would get the jobs and get tenure.
0: I don't think there'd be enough.
1: There's no way they wouldn't be, be enough, enough, but they would do that. That's what happens so, when teachers go on strike. If they, before, they shut the building down because they have yeah. lack of staff. They
0: hire subs. I get that, but I'm saying that's that's in, that's in like a one. Actually, not really. I don't. I've never heard of a teacher strike where they just backfill them all with subs. And no, until until they
1: run out of subs. But if like if the they whole, always run out, I know. But I'm saying I, that's usually what happens. Not all teachers are willing to go on strike.
0: Uh, but I'm saying most aren't. When a teacher strike happens in a district, it is the whole district. And they never put the kids... But it's, the not,
1: but it's not initially like that. It's not like, hey, let's all do it. It's like a couple people and they get other people to go on it. Like Oklahoma strike was the big one two years ago.
0: That happened like overnight. They huh? said, we're going on strike today. That's, I don't remember like that. Yeah. I remember the it was like three, it.
1: three schools and then they all rest joined in. And not everyone did it. And that's the thing. If you don't join the union, you're forced to go to work or they'll fire you.
0: I oh, well, I know that. Which also is... union is, is tenure.
1: Which also which is the <laughs> reason why to join... The union. Yeah. Yeah. So you're kind of in between a rock and a hard place there. It all comes down to what you and I said at the beginning. It's, you have to change the, the entire, entire establishment. Not, But that's not just changing education. That's changing everything. Yeah, you're right. Everything. And that leads into a bunch of other problems or benefits that none of us even know how to comprehend because it's never been done before. Yeah. So yeah, it's great to say all these things, but like, that
0: one well, thing's not going
1: to happen without well, the other. Happens.
0: No, you're right. I just, I'm just, I, I, I like the idea of this podcast or at least part of it. My, my hope was that, you know, we talk about an ideal state. Like what is something that us as Americans and really hopefully as the world eventually, like what can we all work towards? Education's a huge part of that. Like what is the best system to
1: have? The one like, I always liked most was, I don't know if it's still being run, but I think it was Australia or New Zealand. Um, what they did is they had a tier system where you're forced to go to school till a certain age. Yeah. I think it was ninth grade. Okay. You're forced to go to your grades like normal school yeah. from what I've learned. Yeah, I, I don't know if that school is even normal, but you're forced to go to school. Also, funding is all paid for. That's also a big thing in Europe is college is free.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: that, that leads into this argument. So... It's a tier system where you're forced to go to ninth grade no matter what you're in school as a normal kid. Okay, maybe it's even older. I don't remember. Okay, and then if you finish ninth grade You can stop going to school and you get these are the jobs you can do You go to 10th grade. These are the jobs you can do if you finish 10th go to 11th and yeah. so forth. Yeah All of that's paid for so if you want to be a neurosurgeon you would do your 12th grade finish high, high school do your bachelor's, yeah. then your master's, and your doctorate. And once you finish your doctorate, and then whatever the residency, yeah, 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 yeah. all that, you become a neurosurgeon.
0: It's guaranteed? Yeah, well,
1: it's just like today. You have to do certain requirements to become a neurosurgeon. Oh, I agree. We don't like guaranteed a job right away, I guess. I mean, but the, I guess. the only people are able to get that job are the people that do that. And the only reason they would want to do that job is because, obviously, they get paid more. There's benefits, and there's incentives bigger incentives probably with those jobs but if you want to take the easy road out say you're a freeloader a coaster yeah, and yeah. you say oh, screw it I'm going to graduate yeah, at 11th grade yeah. I'm going to graduate 11th grade say i want to do this job for my whole life and make this money it's set in stone Yeah,
0: it's
1: all I do I forget where the system was but I was like that's actually not that bad of a system because yeah. and if you want to go
0: back to school you can go back can you – and then obviously I'm assuming – but if you like learn a skill on the job, you don't have to have – a de- like you don't have to go back to school to get promoted, correct? No. Yeah.
1: That's pretty cool. It was – it intrigued me because that's kind of what we talked about because if I like I'm head-ho on being whatever that job is, I know I have to get to this and it's all paid for Yeah. And that – The paid for is the thing. If that's into the program, and it's like, okay, I don't have to worry about a crippling student debt to become what I want to be. I'm gonna do it, and and it it goes back to not being tenured to have that incentivized program to teach better. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be, I don't know, electrician, and it was twelfth grade.
0: That's all you have to do. Yeah, that's a good point. That's that is that is a cool setup.
1: And, and to get into those higher grades, they pass that one test. It's, it's the only, yeah, it, that's phenomenal. They they, they, they don't have tests over there, and just that alone goes against what we do entirely as a system here. There is no grades over there, really. What do you mean? You just said there was. Well, yeah, there's that one test, but we have testing since fourth grade. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's what we're baselined on. They're base probably. Oh, probably you mean on. grades like letter grades, not grades? Are going into yeah, eighth ninth, tenth, grade. yeah, 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 it's, because it, entirely you're really on no matter
1: what. I, I don't know. Probably. I'm not from there. I don't know the intricacies of the system. I've just heard these in one or two classes that we've been taught about. Yeah. Because we're taught as a global ed. Because we have people coming from those countries over oh, here yeah. and they laugh at us. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. The U.S. is like 22nd. Year. I know. Yeah, I know. It, it doesn't make sense. And we know well, we it does make sense. It, we know, well, it makes much, sense the reason we yeah. are where we are. But it doesn't make sense why we can't be like those other countries. Like it makes too much sense to not do it. I mean, it makes too much sense to, I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just bizarre. But, like I just said, you change that, you have to change everything else. If you go to school four days a week, that changes
0: everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that totally throws off all the work stuff, too, right? And, that, or, and that's... Right there, Emma just said, all I have to
1: do tomorrow is answer one question. Yeah. That literally reflects the U.S. education system in a nutshell. Yeah. You see the basic requirement, I'm going to do it, get the A, move on to the move next. On. yeah. That's all you have to do. Yeah. You're not incentivized to go above and beyond. No. Literally right there. I guarantee you there's five plus optional assignments she could do. She's not going to do it. Why would you? If the only requ- –
0: Unless your parents make you.
1: And why would you even want to do that if your parents make you? you are well, not, not going want to, to, but you will do it. You will do it, that but that, that doesn't help you moving forward as a person. Yeah. Because that doesn't make you want to do it yourself. So then what should it be – what should she be doing tomorrow? It would be something she hopefully is into about. She's interested. I guarantee you, whatever that optional or that question of the day is, some general BS that yeah. she's just going to answer so the teacher check marks attendance. Guaranteed, that's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. But say Emma, I don't, but that's a lot of like social stuff, socialist stuff where people are like segregated like, hey, you're the coal miners, you're the plumbers. You're the politicians. Yeah, yeah. You don't want that. You don't want that, but it you do see that as like a very influential model to go off
0: of. Yeah. So, again, we understand that things would have to change drastically, but if we could set up a perfect scenario, from what I've heard from you and again from what I've seen, I think it would be you get rid of tenure and you incentivize teachers doing well which we don't know what that is but mm-hmm. it's something to do with yeah. i think helping your kids grow right and, and enjoying grow school. in some way yeah so they're growing in some way and if you show if you can show that you're helping them do that you get paid more than your colleagues that aren't right just like in a normal business yeah i think that there should be multiple choices when it comes to the types of schools that kids can go to right mm-hmm. yeah is it religious based? is it is it you know uneducation or whatever you called it. like, And that all spans from the parents, man. Yeah, it does. You're right. But so I'm saying multiple choices, incentivize teachers to teach correctly. Is it all funded? That's what I'm saying. Third thing is funding, right? I think it should be way more more funded. I think you look at like the – especially like where does the U.S. money go like – all of our funding goes to the DOD, right? To where I think we would all agree, like, there's a reason we're the number one military in the world is because we spend the most money on it, right? Yeah. And there's a reason we're terrible at education because we don't spend money and on it, right? it's just so, like this
1: pandemic. Yeah. If we put money towards public health before, we wouldn't have been better prepared. Maybe.
0: So you you even out those spending amounts, and I think you're going to have a better education system. It's going to have better schools. Kids won't be in crippling debt when they have to go to college. Um, and I think you'd have more people in the system that are able to think about these things and, and come up with with a better system. that hopefully, yeah,
1: that would be great. And then maybe doing all those things, which, no one knows how long that would take yeah. or how it would work out yeah. and what testing. I think
0: smaller class sizes do Absolutely. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah.
1: If those all happen, that might incentivize other people to go into the teaching profession that might not necessarily have thought of it.
0: Oh, 100%. I mean, I, you think about, I know for me, there was a reason I, there was definitely a reason why I knew I wouldn't make any money. I mean, I think, I think if you can show like, Hey, and honestly it should be, and I know in a lot of cultures it is like teachers get paid like more than a lot of people. In and, a lot of yeah, cultures, because they're, they're, they have they're a higher, they have a higher social status. Yeah. because it's viewed way more importantly than it is here. Because it's viewed as like you're the one shaping the future of our country. You yeah. need our best and brightest in doing that. And I literally said that last podcast. It's the second most important job.
1: Yeah. So. And it's not valued that way across the country. Definitely is not.
0: I think it's, and I think I, I again talking about social stuff. Um. Um, remember we talked about social stuff. Like I think in America though, it's viewed that way, to where it's like, you need to just work your ass off and figure it out yourself, and you can be a multi-billionaire. Like the, multi- the people, the richest people in the world, all of them didn't go to the best schools. They just worked their ass off. So you should be able to. get be the best education. Most of their, st- not most, all of them, they were probably
1: insanely invested and interested in whatever the hell they were doing. You're right. They weren't forced into anything. Hundred percent. They well, wanted to do it on their own. Time and effort and energy, and they yep. did it.
0: And that's what not everyone's lucky enough to find that. No,
1: the opportunity. Most is. people pick something and stick to it. Or they're told to
0: do it. They yeah. To
1: do it. And they see growing up what they're not good at, and I, but they don't really know that because it's based off a test. You're right. The test is the biggest thing. That stuff, is, I hate yeah. that. Ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I agree with you.
1: And the schools that keep getting best test results are going to keep getting the money, and the schools that don't, those kids are going to keep getting worse teachers. Because they're not as good funded. Mm-hmm. And that, say it's a brilliant kid who doesn't even have a chance then.
0: And that's now, the other part I hate about it is that our current system doesn't get everyone to the point where we can find out how many brilliant people we have in this country. Because so many people are never even given the opportunity yeah. to find Yeah, and
1: then out. even to like pick and choose specific people from specific classrooms. It doesn't matter of age. There's also a lot of people that group grades together. That's yeah. what we were saying with the other day with reading where take someone out – Maybe even. There's a lot that can go
0: into that too. But it's mature. There's a lot. See, we don't even know. No, we don't. But I do think it is good to have these conversations because I think that's what people need. More people need to be start thinking about this stuff because the more people that do, I think there's a better chance of stuff happening. That I agree with. You. All right. Well, sounds good. I appreciate it.